I'd like to welcome my listeners to the Truth Sayer Report, hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. The global mission of the podcast, the Truth Sayer Report, is to explore and examine historical events and how they shape current events and, most importantly, our lives. The Truth Sayer Report, Episode 12. If not CRT, how about history? In today's political world, CRT, which stands for Critical Race Theory, is one of the most hotly contested and discussed topics. Of course, the general public really has no idea of what CRT is or its true subject matter. First, allow me to offer the basic definition and description of CRT. Essentially, it is a theory that the United States of America has produced an universal environment of white supremacy through the premise of race, racism, and power. The design and the creation of the system ensures the desired outcome with the use of public administration and policy, i.e. institutions, laws, courts, etc. Activists and scholars present and justify their theory with the examples of slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, flawed Supreme Court decisions, institutional edicts, which support and maintain a biased system of supremacy and favor. In addition, the architecture and purveyors of a theory state the evidence is readily available to see with the embedded nature in our legal system and public policies. Obviously, slavery, segregation, Jim Crow are policies which consistently are cited as the greatest contradictions to the United States Constitution, as well as the prime examples of unlawful practices. The activists and scholars, time and time again, reference the above-mentioned issues, why CRT is a necessary illumination and study for the majority population to understand, to accept, and most importantly, find reason to change, improve the nation. Clearly, CRT is controversial because of its subject matter. Furthermore, the constant focus of presenting the majority population as colonizers and supremacists makes it difficult to listen to the message, but rather desire to shoot the messenger. In addition, CRT makes itself a perfect target for conservatives, the far right wing, and the Republicans, as well as the general white population. The idea of identifying continuing racial issues and the nation's failure to address is not a pleasant conversation or position of thought. The Republican Party have turned CRT into a winning political agenda and strategy with results stated as numerous victories in local, state, and school board elections. It is their utmost desire to be victorious in national elections, such as House of Representatives, senatorial seats, and most of all, the presidency. A winning formula so far has been the fear of parents concerned with CRT in primary and secondary schools. The message has been that their children potentially could be psychologically damaged and traumatized to learn the difficult lessons of U.S. history. I would like to offer a much different perspective and understanding of the teaching of U.S. and world history. My version is one of inclusion of achievements, accomplishments, and contributions of black people, not just to America, but the world as well.
one where teaching history strengthens rather than weakens, most of all displays the growth and maturing of the nation of the United States of America. Let's examine why CRT and so many other racial issues were brought to the forefront because of our failure to teach or learn history. We start at the beginning. In 1776, the Declaration of Independence was being drafted. In its original text, the statement that the Negro was a free and equal citizen was included. Unfortunately, the Southern delegation refused to sign if the passage remained. The Northern delegation chose to compromise in order to create the United States of America. In U.S. history, it is called the Great Omission. However, the North stated they would revisit the issue, and it was called the Civil War. In 1856, the Dred Scott case was adjudicated by the United States Supreme Court. The issue of the trial was Dred Scott, a black slave who had lived in Missouri as property of his white owner. Next, Dred Scott traveled to both Illinois and Wisconsin, both free states. Subsequently, he sued for his freedom. The case went all the way to the Supreme Court, Scott versus Stanford, where he lost. Chief Justice Roger Taney offered this infamous court opinion. People of African descent were not U.S. citizens and therefore had no rights that a white man had to respect. It is considered the worst Supreme Court decision in history. We move to the next chapter in U.S. history. The Supreme Court case, Plessy versus Ferguson. In 1892, Plessy, a black man, purchased a first-class ticket on a railroad train. But once in Louisiana, he was subsequently arrested and fined $25. The case went all the way to the Supreme Court, where it was decided in a 7-to-1 decision that the Louisiana Separate Car Act was not unconstitutional, and the separate but equal doctrine was upheld. Judge Harlan was the only dissenter who wrote, the Constitution is colorblind and does not see class. Again, it is considered one of the worst Supreme Court decisions in history. By the way, the separate but equal doctrine has never been fully overthrown. Next, in 1954, the U.S. Supreme Court heard the case of Brown versus the Board of Education, Topeka, Kansas. Brown and 12 other black parents sued because their children were denied enrollment at the closest schools to their homes, which happened to be all white. Based on the Kansas law, which established and enforced school segregation, the Board of Education argued that the separate but equal doctrine applied. However, the Supreme Court stated that the law violated the 14th Amendment, particularly its equal protection clause, as well as ensuring unequal funding of the black schools, thus maintaining that black schools would always be inherently inferior. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court decision was met with severe opposition and negative tactics, with thousands of black educators and workers losing their jobs as schools were integrated. During the 1950s in Nashville, Tennessee, the black school teachers were paid 10% less in wages based on segregation. It was called the Negro Discount. Ultimately, 
There were efforts to void the Brown versus Board of Education decision, mainly by maintaining unequal funding, which led to forced school integration and busing. In 1963 and in 1964, through the continual struggle of the Civil Rights Movement, the Civil Rights Acts were passed into law. Their design was to ensure that all U.S. citizens would enjoy all constitutional rights. Sadly, most citizens are unaware that these acts included women and the gay community as well. The assumption is that the enactments were guaranteeing and protecting the civil rights of only black citizens. Also, it paved the way for affirmative action legislation, which again has been assumed to be only for the black population. In 1995, white females surpassed black people in employment through affirmative action. Interestingly, Dr. King once said, the saddest thing about the civil rights movement was not the expenditure of energy, effort, or time, not even the loss of life, but rather the fact that everything we're fighting for is already guaranteed in the Constitution. The above-mentioned U.S. court decisions and legislative actions are all part of U.S. history, but all could be evidence of failed actions to uphold our nation's Constitution. Critical race theory argues that they are not examples of our nation's maturing and evolution, but its views of blatant attempts to deny the Negro his personhood and citizenship. Another example of the CRT vantage point is the current acknowledgement of the achievements and contributions of George Washington Carver, affectionately known as the Peanut Man and the Black Leonardo, which many in the political right propagate as history. Conversely, it has never been mentioned that his physical status, described as diminutive, was contributed to the fact that he was castrated as a boy by his adoptive white parents to ensure no sexual relationship with their daughter. Again, CRT is a controversial and divisive subject matter. It is akin to the Nation of Islam founder and leader Elijah Muhammad's belief and teachings that white people were nothing more than blue-eyed devils. America and Europe will never change their vantage point or viewpoint of black people until a historical review takes place to educate the young and the old of the devastation of the public policies and the school history curriculums used to establish and enhance white supremacy and black inferiority. However, numerous black leaders and educators have held the belief for over 150 years that if black achievements, accomplishments, and contributions were taught as part of U.S. and world history, the opinion of black people would be vastly different. The creation of Black History Week began in 1926, and it quickly became obvious that a week was not enough. In 1970, it was expanded to a month and nationally observed in February. Here are just a few examples of contributions which have had significant improvement on world humanity. Louis Latimer, invented a long-lasting incandescent filament for Thomas Edison's light bulb, patterned the first toilet on railroad trains, and the forerunner to air conditioning. In addition, he supervised the installation of public electric lights in New York City, Philadelphia, Montreal, and London. Elijah McCoy received 57 patents 
but his most notable was the automatic lubricating device for steam engine trains. So, the train no longer needed to stop constantly to re-oil the wheels, which gave birth to the phrase, the real McCoy, to signify the real thing or the best. Garrett Morgan invented the first series of breathing and respiratory devices, which later developed into gas masks to protect U.S. soldiers during World War I. His invention of the first signal light, later known as a traffic light, clearly improved driving efficiency and greatly decreased motor vehicle death. Charles Drew is considered the father of blood plasma, which led to greater transfusion options and storage. Also, he is credited with the creation of the blood mobile for the purposes of mobile ability to collect, transport, and store blood and blood products. Ironically, Washington, D.C., the world capital of freedom and democracy, physical layout, and street design, has been acknowledged that it was created with the use of surveyor and astronomer Benjamin Banneker. The general consensus amongst the black population is the failure to incorporate their achievements, accomplishments, and contributions to development and the nurturing of the United States has not only added to years of delay to their inclusion and acceptance, but continues to further deny their accurate efforts, complete constitutional rights, and respect. What is clearly missed in the U.S. psyche is the negative actions such as the Great Omission, Dred Scott, Separate but Equal, Unequal School Funding, led to reactions, the Civil War, the Civil Rights Movement, forced school integration, busing, affirmative action, etc. CRT is a direct result of the failure of not upholding the Constitution of the United States of America. Finally, the false narrative of teaching graduate-level coursework in primary and secondary education has helped to create a political agenda with sound bites to scare parents in order to win elections is another sad chapter in our history. Well, in the final analysis, do right so you don't have to lie about wrong. Thank you for listening to my podcast, The Truth Sayer Report. If not CRT, how about history? Hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. I would like to end my podcast with a quote from a great American writer, Mark Twain. Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to take a pause and reflect. Speak to you soon. Thank you.